Show with Tom and Dolly on Triple M. Stupid management. The people are real. The cases are real. This is Tom and Dolly. I just to say. Well, girls, I'm actually a member of two gyms. But yeah, um, I joined the Anytime Fitness eight months ago, and the last time I was in there was when I signed up. Oh, my God. Craig, have you thought about cancelling it? Well, I have. Yeah, keep thinking about it, mate. <laughs> One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Oh, welcome to your Tuesday night of radio. Uh, we're those boys that have questions. We'll take you right through to 10 o'clock. Yes. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night will be our final show on Triple M. We, we said that last night. Yes, it was a bombshell, Tom. The it nation was. is rocked. Is um, it, are they? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, but yeah, last show is tomorrow. So, mm. Tom, very sad. I've got some theories as to why we're being let go. Oh, okay. In, in inverted commas, let go. Yeah. I mean, who, who chose what? I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, you... I've got some theories and you are probably at... Yeah, that's in about half an hour's time. But are we being let go, Ollie? Is it really our final show on well, Tuesday night? On Facebook and Instagram, Tom, people were asking, is it a prank? Is, is it, it a prank? A prank? It it's real? definitely not a prank. No, we are. No. Like, yeah. We are leaving on um, on Wednesday Starting night. Starting a new, new station. You can uh, check it out on the, on the socials where we're going. Or can you? Are we going over a different yeah. station? Yeah. We are. It's called The Hit. Hit network. Yeah. Um, 1 till 5 a.m. Uh, late late slot. Why would you do 1 till 5 a.m.? Which is why it could be a prank. <laughs> why would you do 1 till 5? Why would you accept that job? <laughs> we did. We accepted that job. That's where we're going. Yeah, we're we doing did, a, yeah. uh, you've got something a, pretty early on. Sometimes you suck it up, don't you? Just suck it up. Sometimes you <laughs> suck it up. Sometimes it's a prank. <laughs> Not a prank. Not a prank, Tom. None of that. Uh, moving on. Uh, Tom, let's start the show with a disaster story. I saw a dog do a horrible thing on the weekend. Oh, nice. I'm going to name and shame this dog. Oh. Uh, and hopefully it leads to some cracking disaster stories. Brilliant. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Or do we? No. no, yeah, sorry. no. Always love some Pat Benatar. Love rocking out to that with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom, we have questions. That's right. And uh, often we, we do uh, what I would say is a disaster um, I guess inverted commas question. We do a lot of disasters. Or do stories. we? No, oh, okay. you, you need to get. You can't have one joke, mate. You got to have more than one joke. Okay, fair enough. So just to cast your mind back, Tom. Other disaster. You know, we've done. You know, what have we done? I can't even think of any. But we like disasters. We like horror stories. Horror stories, disaster stories. It's all under yeah. that banner of like what yeah. could go wrong, right? Sure. There, there were good on one triple three five three. There was a hit. Yeah. So I've got a. I've got but one. You can't remember any. I can't remember any. That's a shame. Uh, dancing disasters. Great. That was a good one. People get injured on the yeah. dance floor. Mm-hmm. Um, over the weekend, uh, I, uh, I reckon there's, uh, there's something in this. Uh, I saw a dog, yeah. uh, and I, it was on the footpath. Yeah. I haven't got a dog. You haven't got a dog. So yeah. we don't know dog stuff too well. Yeah. But I reckon I saw this dog uh, at the front of a cafe, at the doorstep of the cafe, mm-hmm. on the footpath. Did a poo. Dog did a poo on the doorstep of the, uh, okay. of the cafe. Yeah. Uh, obviously, a big hubbub ensued. The cafe owner goes, "Well, that's really annoying." She, she's like, I'm, cl- "I'm cleaning it yeah, up. I'm cleaning it up." Just clean she it did up. clean it up, yeah. but you know, bigger dog left oh, a bit of God. left a bit of residue. Oh, no. So she's the owner comes out with a kettle, hot kettle, boring hot water on it. Okay. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so here's the disaster. Hang on. No, don't. I'll guess it because our producer quit. You know, before our show yeah. hit the. 
toilet. Yeah, it's because like when we're finishing. Our last show is on Wednesday night, tomorrow night. Unlike the Titanic, Our... the the captain of the ship didn't go down with the ship. No. He, he jumped onto the lifeguard. <laughs> Took the first lifeboat out oh, of there and went to the breakfast show. And so he's left the ship here. Yeah. Are you saying that this is not a good question? I'm saying that are you about to ask for dog poo horror stories? Oh, get it right, dog poo disasters. But, Dog poo disasters. No. I haven't got a dog. No, no, no. You haven't got a dog. You don't know. People with dogs oh, God. know that, that dog poo disasters. No, this isn't a thing. This is We're better than this. I thought you'd be on board. We've been on Triple M for two and a half years, and this is our final, this is our second last show, and you want to end? Well, we haven't got to do it. <laughs> we haven't got to do it. <laughs> we just don't do it. Well, you've, you've blocked out half an hour of the show to yeah. dog poo disasters. I have. Yeah, I thought it'd be good, but you know, we can just play eight songs instead. <laughs> no, you stuff you. Play eight Mate, songs. D- no, d- eight d- songs is better than dogs. You watch. Disaster. You watch. Dog owners will rally no here. One, no one's. They're looking call. over at their dogs in the passenger no. seat, going, "Oh yeah, you've had a few dog poo disasters." No one's going to call. You know, whether you've stepped in it and then you've gone to a job interview. <laughs> Don't please. I mean, imagine, imagine, John Lennon. That okay? Please do not call the radio station. <laughs> okay. Please. Do not call one triple three five. Yeah, I was going to say, please do not call. No, no please call on one triple three five three. Dog poo disasters. No. Because I tell you what, Tom, they're happening across the nation, and oh, you're going to be shocked. And I don't care. You're going to be shocked, and uh, people will call, and that's the half hour. Oh, God, what a way to start the show. Highway <laughs> tune. Got a van fleet. Here with triple M's Tom and Ollie. Dog poo disasters. We have questions. Toto's hold the line. We're playing Rock's Greatest Hits. Our names are Tom and Ollie. And we're on Triple M. Uh, it is our second last show ever. Uh, and apparently Ollie has some ideas about why we're being let go that he'll reveal in about 10 minutes' time. Nothing to do with this, though, Tom. Right now we're asking for dog poo disasters. Um, oh. uh, you know, the back the backstory is minimal. I saw a dog doing a, uh, a number two out the door of a cafe and, uh, and it you know, caused a bit of a hullabaloo. But um, I just, I haven't got a dog. You haven't got a dog. I think dog poo disasters. I mean, we love a disaster story on the show. We love a horror story. So don't turn your nose up, pardon the pun, at dog poo disasters. I just don't. I don't want to be known as this. Well, you know, second last night. So, I mean, what's it, you know. You're throwing the towel in, it sounds I'm like. not throwing the towel in. I think dog poo disasters has a real chance to go off here with some cracking we've, stories. We've got two stories so far. That's it. That's all you need, mate. Two quality stories. No, but, the, but this is the thing. Those, so two people called up. Yeah. Usually, a lot of people would call up and you'd choose the best stories to go on the radio. Yeah. Two people have called up yeah. and those two people are getting on the radio. Mate, it's going to be so, look, gold from gold. Well, I've got a song, a classic dog track. Yeah. In case this is Mate. a bit poo, pardon the pun, I will play the song. You won't need it. I, th- I think it's going to be You're terrible. not going to need it. Let's go to Sean on three five three. Sean, uh, dog poo disasters. How you going, guys? Good, Sean. They happen. They're real, aren't they? They're real things. Real thing. All right, so I've got two Labradors. Cool, good. Um, now, I was entertaining one night, and uh, one of my Labradors decided to go to the toilet, and the other one followed behind it, cleaning it up. Oh, yeah. e- eating it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That was a pretty fun event. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not good. That's not good. Don't play that. You don't need that. Listen. Um... Steve, I'm on triple three five three. This is terrible. Wrap it up for us, Steve. Hi, hi guys. How are you going? <laughs> Good, mate. I'm, oh, we're great. No issues. Um, d- dog poo disasters, Steve. Oh, we've got more calls coming in. No, you're not last, Steve, so you haven't got to be too good. Well, you won't need another story after you hear this. This is a this is a woeful tale of involuntary smearing. 
Okay. Um, so uh, it was about 17 years ago, and I was on my honeymoon in Thailand with a good lady wife, and we're at Bangkok Station catching a train to Chiang Mai. Yeah. <laughs> and you might know there's a bit of a stray dog problem in Thailand, so I'm wheeling both the, you know, wheeling both the suitcases as a new husband trying to impress does. And yeah. um, my wife stepped up on the train in front of me. It was stinking hot. And I wheeled one of the suitcases through dog poo, not knowing. Oh, yeah. And lifted the first one on, all fine. Lifted the second one, the second one on, didn't notice I'd actually put it all over my hand. Oh. Um, my wife sort of wheeled the carriage, uh, the trolleys on, and um, I got up. And being hot and sweaty, I, I wiped my forehead with my <laughs> poo smeared hand. <laughs> and then, then I said, Oh my God, this train stinks. I cannot endure a trip to Chiang Mai on this train. It is just, this is just, my wife turns around and sees this uh, dirty Sanchez on my face and goes, uh, Steve, you might want to look in the mirror. Oh, and I'm like, don't tell me. And I looked at my hand and I just, normally I'd freak at this and I just went into like, this right. is cool. This is fine. I'll go to the tap. And the, the, the killer is, is that they don't actually turn the water on until you're about oh, half an hour out of the station. So I'm actually Steve, waiting it's, for... It's a dog poo disaster. It, it is truly... It is... I don't think you need another story. I think... Oh, I don't think we do. <laughs> We've had a flood of calls, Tom. You'll be, you'll be loath to know. People are flooding in with dog poo disasters. Uh, we'll get to more after the break. Eli, we'll get some more dog poo disasters. Oh, Great. Oh, Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie, tackling the big questions. Have you ever smelt a fish that's freshly come out of the water? Yeah, it smells like fish. <laughs> Triple M. Tom, up next, I've got some theories on uh, why we're being let go and uh, why tomorrow's our last show. But it's nothing to do with this. Uh, dog poo disasters has been an unmitigated success. Uh, I have asked for any dog poo disasters. And we're going to squeeze one more in against your will, Tom. Uh, Lachlan, you've had a, uh, a dog poo disaster. Yeah, certainly did, boys. Uh, when we, yeah, sorry, they are. Yeah, um, when we were younger, um, we're out riding our bike on a rainy Sunday afternoon, and yeah. and um, my sister crossed in front of me at the worst possible time, and I, yeah. I couldn't slow down, and stop the bike, oh. and uh, so I, I basically t-boned my sister and sent her flying face first into a doggy nugget, and. Uh, <laughs> I sort of only had the silhouette of this because the sun was going down and and um, beautiful. The part that was stuck to her face, there was another part hanging off that held on by a hair, basically. Oh, so it was just this little bit bobbling around at the bottom, and it was quite yeah. funny. And I couldn't help her; I was just laughing. Do you want to hear more, Tom? Because before you were saying you could hear more. <laughs> Our producer Eli is saying one more. <laughs> No more, Eli. You've got to learn when to say no, Tom. Uh, up next, uh, Tom, why have you caused us to lose our job? I haven't. All, all revealed up next. Oh, I haven't. And that is the I end swear. of Dog Poo Disasters. What a success. Uh, can, we, can we get Craig's quickly in the next 15 seconds? Craig, quickly, what happened to <laughs> your dog poo? 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Yeah, okay. I'm a sign writer. Yep. And uh, we're out on the job. Yep. My brother, he's a sign writer too. Yep. We had to get up on the ladder, and he walked in a dog poo before he went up the ladder. Brilliant. On the way down the ladder. Yeah, no, you're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. <laughs> Some Van Halen playing Rock's Greatest Hits here on Triple M. Is Tom and Ollie, were those boys that have questions, uh, your chance to win a copy of Tom Clancy's The Division 2 in a music quiz called How Triple M Are You in about 10 minutes' time. Now, Tom, uh, you might have heard, you might not have heard uh, that uh, tomorrow is our last day. Tom, you would have heard, obviously. Yeah. But... Uh, 
Yeah, some people are sad, some people don't care, and that's fine. Um, we, totally are, cool. we are saying goodbye to Triple M. Uh, and, uh, of course, Tom, we're getting... It's a, just radio. It's just it's radio, and, you know, we we have got another job, so we're not going to be homeless, which yes. is great. If you do want to know where that is, you can head to our Facebook or Instagram at Tom and Ollie. But, of, of course, Tom, you know, in a duo like ours, mm-hmm. yourself, myself, I can't help but look around and go, whose fault is this? You know, who's caused this? What do you mean, whose fault is this? Well, well I mean, what's caused the undoing of, of this show? Obviously, the bosses have gone... You guys, you know, you've cocked up somewhere. What? We're, are we being fired? Well, well, what do you mean? I mean, we're being let go. I mean, how, we're being let go. This is the first time well, I've heard they're of not, it. They're not saying, guys, you've done such a great job. Why, oh. why don't you go and do this show at 1 a.m.? That's what they're saying. It's oh. not. So I've been trying to work out who's at fault, and I think it's you. That's you. Oh, what? No, I think it's you. No, well, it has to be you. Well, no, because you you frequently make mistakes. And but, but I do all the work. No, I've racked my brains and I've, I've, there's, three, there's three standout Hang moments on, to I've me. racked my brains and I can't think of a single moment that would uh, mean that, we're, that we would be fired. Oh, I guess I'm wrong then. I feel like you are. No, I've racked my brain, Tom, and there's three moments that stand out to me as potential reasons why the boss, big boss Fitzy has gone, no, nah, these guys aren't right for Triple M. Right, here's the first moment. This is where this is when you proved to the bosses, yeah. you Tom Bainbridge proved that you don't understand Triple M and you threw us way what you'd call off brand. And I can announce now, Ollie, they haven't announced this at all across any of the stations, but tomorrow we are playing nothing but Beyonce. Uh, Triple M is playing Beyonce all day turn for that, International Women's Day. Turn that bloody shit off, Tom. Or I'll cancel uh, the whole day. Beyonce is a queen. Yeah, well, she's got no place on Triple M, Tom. There's no, there's not much. Have gu- you heard her album Lemonade though? <laughs> then there ain't much guitar in it, my friend. Anyway, that's option number one. Now, the second reason why you might have got us fired is that you did what uh, a radio stalwart in Hamish Blake described as something you would never do, and in fact, he's never done. You're talking about being sick. Have a listen to this. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Hamish Blake, thank you so much for joining us. Far out. I'm so sick, I've Hamish. got answers. No, that's why you should I'm go. I'm really sick, mate. Wrap it up, man. Get out of here. I'm so, Don't so sick Don't start a chat with, I'm so sick, Tom. Well, I am, and that's why I got you in here, Hamish. There were stories going on in the office that back in the day, during your radio career, yeah. you were vomiting while the songs were playing and then coming back on air. Nah, it's just... <laughs> a story titled Professionalism, Where Has It Gone? An essay by Hamish Blake. Where has it gone? Where has it gone? Because I noticed you, and I didn't mention it on air. Yeah. I yeah. certainly didn't start a break by no. going, <laughs> hey sick. guys, thanks for listening to Triple M. Oh, it's so hard being on the radio. All I've got to do is talk. <laughs> That's so true. There are people, there are people true. driving to or from yeah. real jobs. Yeah. yeah. I was sick though. Yeah, but it's just not on. I mean, they, tell you, they say that you should talk well, about things that matter to you. When you hear that back though, do you go, yeah, I was a sniveling, driveling little, you know, whinging I felt, mess. I felt sorry for that guy who was saying he was sick. What guy? Me. <laughs> Well, Tom, the, if it's not your whinging, if it's not your playing music that is clearly not Triple M, it is your clear inability to sometimes just speak normal words. I would say this is possibly your greatest cock up, hmm. and I need you to hear it back in its entirety because it is something to behold, and it's probably why we got fired. Apparently, it's go- it might be more difficult than what you think to reproduce, that is. Uh, if this world all but, you know, one day ends, how are we going to reproduce off here? That did not make any sense. That's what we've got. <laughs> oh, you, you 
just heard a man break down on radio. That's why, got a, that's why we've got an expert on next to talk about how to have sex in go, space. Play that bit again. And whether it's worth doing dominantly triple M. So there you go, Tom. That's why we I, are not employed anymore by Triple M. And I think you need to face the facts no, and at least apologize to me and our listeners, the, the, those who are sad, no, okay, as n- to why it's your fault. No, you, you've done bad things as well. No, I haven't. Prove I'll it. prove it to you in an hour. In an hour? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just need a little time to rack my brains a bit, but you've done some bad to things. To get over it. To get over the pain yeah. of just hearing yourself be such a hack radio host. Yeah. You can win video games in five minutes' time. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Yeah. It's Paranoid Black Sabbath, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Now, uh, look, yes, there has been a lot of noise about us leaving, Ollie. It's our last show on Wednesday <laughs> has, night. There's it? been a lot of focus on that tonight. Yeah, you keep saying it. Well, we have to say that because there's a reason why we're about to play this game, which we usually play on a Thursday yeah. night. Yeah, we, 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 we thought we're missing Thursday. Our last show's Wednesday. Yeah. There's no Thursday show, so let's move our regular Thursday yeah. game, which is a bit of fun, yeah. to today. Tom and Ollie's... How Triple M are you? The last time, let me smash a listener in a music quiz. <laughs> That's how it works, Tom. You you, you go head to head with uh, a worthy contestant. Yep. Try and guess the music that we play. Yep. Uh, uh, best of five, that, all that kind of stuff. Yep. And if you win, Tom, tonight, normally you get, uh, you know, a, a glory or you get a key ring or something. Tonight, you get a copy of Tom Clancy's The Division 2, available now online from all good retailers, either on Xbox One or PS4. So if you're a gamer, if you love, yeah, by the way, got this game, bloody good fun. Yep. If you're a gamer, great. If you're not, re-gift it. What I really totally, want is someone yeah. on 133353. Give it to the son or daughter. Someone who's good at music. Some, we can't let Tom lose on his very last game of How Triple M Are You. If you know the music really well, mm. if you're a pro when it comes to mm-hmm. Triple M music, please get in the phone because I, I just want to see you lose. I'm well, sorry. I want to see you well, lose. Well, you, know you know what? For getting involved, I'll give you the game because I'm going to win this, Ollie. And I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, leave a sour taste in people's uh, mouths. So if you, if you, just by getting involved, you'll get the copy of Tom Clancy's The Division 2. What a guy. There you go. One triple three five three. Get in the phone. Verse me. You won't be able to win. Triple M. Tom and Ollie. Beat the host. Don't. I'll beat the host. Yeah. Not off. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Semi-Sonic on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions after eight o'clock. You'll find out the thing that a man broke that was worth more than a car. Wow. Uh, Tom, it's uh, Tuesday, so normally we'd play this game on a Thursday, but we aren't. We're playing it tonight. Tom and Ollie's How Triple M Are You? Uh, now, How Triple M Are You is a game of uh, musical guessing, Tom. Hopefully mm. we found someone, a worthy contestant on one triple three five three, who uh, can beat you. Uh, his name is Dan. Good evening, Dan. How you going? Good, Dan. Now, uh, this is a bit of an admin note. Eli, our producer, can you please email me the songs? Because I didn't get them on my work email because it's not working. Oh, this show is so going to So, please just get In the that, meantime, yeah. Dan, uh, just, for, just for playing, mate, I am going to give you Tom Clancy's The Division 2 on Xbox One or PS4, mate. Oh, thanks, Mark. That's in the bank, but Brilliant. is your pride in the bank? Because you're going to go down to me, Dan. Now, the reality is, oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think you trash talking a bit there, mate. I'll flog you. He loves uh, the trash talk. Okay, mate. Now, boys, uh, how it works is your name uh, is your buzzer. Guess the song title and artist. The theme of tonight's music yeah. is... Sad songs? Goodbye sad, songs. goodbye, leaving, etc., etc. Okay. Uh, now, all right, boys, song number one. Here we go. Tom. 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 Closing yes. time. Semi-Sonic. Good name. We just heard it. Yeah. What a shame. All right, here we go. Song number two. You're going down, Come on, Dan. Dan. Get, in, get in the band, mate. Get in the All right. Here we go. You're going down. Tom. 
There is freedom within. Hey, the don't dream it's over, crowded house. <laughs> yes! You're going down, Dan! It's not good. Oh, come on, this give is, us a break. This is not good. Uh, we cannot let Tom win to end. To yes, end he can. It. He's got the prize already. Just let me win. <laughs> oh, Tom! What? Dan, was oh. that you? Did you buzz in there, Dan? No, he didn't. Is that you, Dan? Oh, can I go? Yeah, I thought you buzzed in, mate. Mental, mental as anything. Yeah. Oh, funny. I forgot the song name, actually. Well, the, th- the, I know the, the theme name. is leaving and being the sad. Le- leaving, you I know. know the song so... name. You just gave me the band. I know the song name. Shut up, Tom. I know the song name. <laughs> You'd buzz him right. out by now to make good radio? Yeah, no, I forgot the song. No one gets that one, unfortunately. Because uh, uh, if it, well, you leave me, can I come too? Yeah, no, but he already said the band, so <laughs> it's null and void. Now, uh, song number four. The, you are two nil, for uh, two nil up, Tom. So if you get this, you do win. You've chosen the most terrible listener at this game. Oh, why didn't you? Come on, Dan. Come on, Dan. We don't play this song. <laughs> we don't play this song. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, what is this song? Has anybody heard of this song? Three, two, one. Well, no, let the lyrics... No. Too long. This Hunters and Collectors, wor- say goodbye. All right, guys? The so, worst... You're the worst. ...version of this game. Here we go. Song <laughs> this, number five. This is a terrible game. Yeah, I yeah, agree, no, Dan. Well, you're playing it, so... Yeah, that's true. Tom, yeah. is it cake? Oh, yeah. Should I stay or should I go? <laughs> it's not cake, mate. It's not cake. Here we go. Just stay in the game. Dan, you oh, need to get this. So Dan gets to go. Do you, do you, do you, do you know it, Dan? Nah. Nah. Next song. Just give me the, just give me the game. Dan. Yes, Dan. <laughs> yes. You can't win. You can't win. Can I go in? Yeah, well, you said, yeah, you oh, said God. your name. I want to break free by Queen. Oh, my God. It's too old. <laughs> It's, it's not too old. It's too old. And this is the it's final not, song. It's not too old. It's too old. It's incredible. When did he get a point? Just then and before. He didn't get one. Final before. song to, to, get, get, to get the pride and the game. Tom. Oh, oh, oh. It's Good Riddance, uh, Time of Your Life by Green Day. Come on. That should have been me buzzed in, mate. Yeah. Dan, it wasn't the best one we've done. Uh, a horrible way to end that segment. And it's a shame to see Tom win. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. But Tom, what did he get? He's already got Tom Clancy's The Division too, so well done, mate. Well done. Uh, yeah, thanks, mate. Ah, uh, well, next time. Oh, well. <laughs> Tom and Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Oh, God, I love winning. It's so fun. We just played a game, a music quiz called Our Triple M U, where we guess yeah. the songs, and I go head-to-head with someone on the phones. One man in Australia is happy, the rest are annoyed. Yeah, I just how, learnt, that's how that though, works. I just learned because, uh, of course, second last show tonight, tomorrow night's our last show on Triple M. I just heard that our old producer used to give the answers to people <laughs> on the phones. <laughs> Absolutely not. What the hell is that? That would never. That has not happened. You, are you accusing our producer of rigging it? Yes. Well, if, if it was the case, then yeah. tonight would be rigged, and you would have lost because you should have no, lost. But we have a, a, a fill-in producer. Oh, I don't wouldn't we? be casting aspersions that we're going to, you know, burn the ship down as you get off it. Is that what you're doing? Hey, uh, we uh, are doing Naughty After Nine in an hour's time, which I reckon is worth sticking around for because we're reaching into the vault and bringing out probably our favourite question. We sure which are. Is, which is super exciting. That's in an hour's time. It's worth sticking around for. But up next, you're going to hear about the most expensive thing this guy 
broke. It's, it's more than a car. It's Triple M's oh. Tom and Ollie. It's Mondo Rocks. Come, said the boy on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. In half an hour's time, I think I know the real reason we're being let go on this show. Uh, I think it's Ollie's fault, but we'll, we'll bring that up in half an hour's time. I want to talk expensive things we've broken now. One triple three five three. I want to know what the most expensive thing you've broken is. Game Boy. Game Boy. Game Boy DS, I think it was, when oh. I was a kid. Smashed it on my knee because I was angry. Oh. I left mine on the bus. That's not breaking it. Game Boy Advance. No, I know, but if we're talking Well, don't Game break it Boys. up because it's not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Um, how about this? I'm going to take you over to uh, a nightclub, right, in Ibiza, because uh, there was a Facebook page called Ibiza Club News, which I'm wondering what type of news is on Ibiza Club News. I thought it was Ibiza. Ibiza. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's a Facebook page called Ibiza Club News. Yeah. What are they posting on there? Do you know what I mean? What is the club, club news? Club nights. R&B night, Friday, you know. <laughs> You know, uh, Afro Beats, Saturday. Yeah. Oh, so it's just, it's letting you know of different nights. Yeah, that are of happening course. Drink the... specials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Well, they've put a, they put a video up there and it depicts a man struggling to hold this massive bottle of champagne. Like I'm talking a huge bottle, bigger than a Magnum. Yeah. Biggest bottle oh, of champagne I've ever seen. It's a very funny video, Tom. It's a good video. Now I did break it to you that it's yeah. actually not that new, is it? This video. No, no. The video is from a so year ago. I found this. I found this <coughs> piece of news t- today. today. Today, but it, the video is from 2018. Yeah, yeah. I saw it late, uh, early last year. Yeah. You, you, what, describe what happens. It's okay. very funny. There's a man holding a big bottle of champagne, like a comically large. Comically, it's called like a, a Balthazar or something. You know, it's like a four-year-old. A four-year-old is the size of this bottle of champagne. Yeah. It's that big. Bigger than a toddler. Bigger than a toddler. It's a four-year-old size bottle of wine. Champagne. He's trying to open the... Uh, he's trying to decork it. He's dressed quite sharply. He's in a suit. Well, he's in a Ibiza. He's in, in a, a Ibiza. He's in a club. You can imagine taking yourself there. Yeah. You know, there'd be heavy beats going on. And then you, it starts to slip. And it's just all downhill. It just spills on the floor. It drops it and it shatters. Yeah. 56 grand, they reckon. $56,000. And you can imagine the man being there and just being like... You can tell there's not much to this story because I'm playing a lot of sound effects. <laughs> but it's so embarrassing because yeah. that amount of, amount of money just being poured away and you only have that kind of bottle as yeah. a novelty to yeah. go, this is a once-in-a-lifetime yeah. opportunity. I've got this massive bottle of champagne. Yeah. All his friends are going, oh, you idiot. It's a club, so there's beats going. You oh, can't hear them. Yeah, there's beats you going. Wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to explain. You like talk to your friends. This you is know? happening in the background. You'd just be going. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Actually, it was a beat though, so it was probably more like chocolate. Uh, oh, chocolate. What's Ibiza, the most expensive I, thing you've broken? One triple three five three. I beat the club news. Big boys playing. Tom. Chocolate. Uh, Jack, you were six years old at the time. You broke something pretty expensive. Yeah, sure did, mate. So um, me and my mate, we're little fellas, we're super young, six, and uh, we're playing at his house, and as young fellas are, you're super fascinated with electronics, so we're really into microchips at the time. Mm-hmm. And his old his old man had a uh, an antique Motorola car phone that was worth a lot of money. Yeah. And so it's, it's sort of been sitting there looking at us funny the whole time. We think, ah, oh, if we break that open, we might find some microchips inside. Oh, no, no. So, yeah, we've oh. pulled it down and... and and picked up a few screwdrivers and hammers and smashed away at the thing. Six-year-old six engineers. Seeing his old man come through the door, and I've never feared for my life oh, so badly. How much, really do you reckon, off. how much do you reckon this thing was worth? 
uh, I'm not sure, but the way that he reacted, and like it was like an antique, like original yeah. Motorola car phone. It's, uh, pri- it's priceless. Oh. Mashed it to bits, man. Oh, that's not good, Jack. One triple three five three. I want, I want more stories like that. The most expensive thing you've broken, maybe you're a young tacker and you were just trying to do good, or it was an accident. I've heard of boats being broken as soon as they've been bought. That this type song of thing. is huge in Ibiza right now. One triple three five three with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Comfortably numb, Pink Floyd on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Uh, in about half an hour's time, I'm going to tell you about a town in Australia that's so smelly. People are moving out. They're leaving this town. But on one triple three five three, we do have questions. Uh, the question you're going to answer now is uh, the most expensive thing you've ever broken. What's the most expensive thing you've ever broken? Hilarious video, Tom, uh, that you can look up online. It is an old video. It's about a year old. But if you just search <laughs> man drops giant champagne bottle, in, yeah. you haven't got to put in club, but that, to complete the story, it's in a club. Yeah, a guy in a Ibiza in a nightclub. $56,000 was this uh, bottle of champagne And worth. everyone's <laughs> waiting to get filled up with their champagne glasses. Oh God, like It's so a big funny. moment for everyone. And he's just an idiot. And he's just, he's clumsy. Paul on 13353, what's the most expensive thing you've broken? Uh, so a mate of mine, he, um, he had an old Hilux, about 25-year-old Hilux, yeah. and um, he finally saved up the money to buy a brand-new dual-cab full-drive SR5, I think about 45 grand. And nice. He um, was going, he's an interstate truck driver. This weekend he was thought he'd be away for the weekend, and they only had a car put out the front, so he thought, oh, I'll put it behind the gates, it'll be safe there, you know, that's Beautiful. where the problem was. So he locked it behind the gates, and um, he's, I think they were three- and five-year-old boys, because they got gates, no dog. They got hammers, and all weekend just oh. thought it was funny to oh hit the God. car. Oh. Hit it, hit it oh. all weekend, a brand new car. <laughs> Every panel was hit. So they were out there, thought it was funny. And, um, Psycho kids. He's come back Monday morning, looked like, yeah, it had just a, a tornado would hit it or something. And oh. it saved all this money. So they thought it was hilarious to just keep, oh. that was their fun, to hit hit the car, you know. So Yeah, well, you know what hell. they say, Ollie. <laughs> you know? Smash the new Kylax. Oh, what a shame. You, you, as a dad, what do you do to a three-year-old and a five-year-old? You can't give them detention. You can't, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> what do you give them a little smack? <laughs> no, dolly. Like, I was it's not fine thinking to that. Smack. Definitely not. I think it's fine to give kids oh. a smack. If we're going into it, I'm pro-smack. Oh, in certain circumstances. <laughs> Don't worry about it for you, mate. You, you, you're not going to have a family. Oh. I'm just saying, oh. if you're going to have kids, you might have to smack them. <laughs> Up, mate. Nick, a one triple three five three. What's the most expensive thing you've broken? Well, it wasn't me. It was actually a workmate of mine. Uh, about a fortnight ago, he actually drove a new, new seventy five thousand dollars Kia Sorento into the service entrance at my work. Oh no! Smashed it. Yes. Nick, Nick are, you, are, you, are you pro smacking? No, shut up. Shut okay, up. No, we've lost Nick. Riley on one triple three five three. Come on, the most expensive thing you've broken. Alrighty. Um. So my mum was in the coppers for thirty years, and she received a long service medal. So when my brother and I, I was eight at the time, my brother was six. Yeah. We we're coming home from dad's. Mum showed us the medal. Yeah. We we're having a look at it, and we dropped it underneath the seat. My brother thought it'd be a great idea to move his seat and uh, reach down and grab it, and he crushed the metal in the seat mechanism. <laughs> oh, no. So, 
Oh, that's a shame, Riley. Oh, right. Yeah, look, Mum wasn't happy to say yeah. the least. Oh, no, of course <laughs> she's, she's still a hero. But, Tom, yes. the phones are lighting up with it. It's probably, you have to assume, people who are pro-smacking or no, anti-smacking. People up, are calling in. Uh, Paul, we're going to give you tickets to go see Fighting with My Family. Uh, get ready to meet the family. Fights a little differently in cinemas this Thursday. And Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie. That's outrageous. You are talent. On Triple M. Hey, I have to tell you about this uh, town, this smelly town in Australia. That uh, It's so smelly, people are leaving. That's in about 10 minutes' time. But up next, Ollie, look, before you were blaming me for the fact that tomorrow is our last show on Triple M, the fact that we're leaving Triple M. Yeah, I think it's most likely your fault that we didn't get rehired. No, no, no. I've been going through the archives, mate. I think it's your fault. <laughs> okay. I think it's your fault we're being let go. This is a classic return of serve, isn't it? Uh, there's some seriously damning audio that I've found of you uh, over, over the past two and a half years of being w- on Triple M. Worse than your mistakes? Yes. You, we had a montage of your mistakes last year. It went for five minutes. We couldn't play the whole thing. Uh, yeah, because that's my shtick. People <laughs> love me for that. I'm a lovable idiot. No, you're a buffoon. A lovable. <laughs> Detestable buffoon. Ah, oh, shut up, mate. You're the reason we're getting fired, and I'll tell you up next. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Oh, it'd be sticky, wouldn't it? Pour some sugar on me. Def Leppard, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Yeah. We have questions. After nine o'clock. Uh, we will return to a naughty after nine stalwart question that we love so much. A favourite. Oh, I can't wait to do it for one last time because tomorrow night is our final show on Triple M. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Stop banging on about it, Tom. God, yeah, no I one know. cares. I know, but you know, so different people, different times. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Tuning in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, look, last show tomorrow night. And uh, to be honest, we're being let go. And I, I feel like it's your fault, Ollie. Oh, okay. Well, well, I don't know why you're naming names. I don't believe in... Well, because in... you said that it was my fault before. No, I don't you believe... played some stupid audio that just, I didn't think, held up in court. I don't think that was the reason why we're being let go. Look, I do, I do think you make a lot of errors. And I, there's a good case to make that you're to blame for us losing our jobs. Having said that, I don't believe in infighting. I am not the Liberal Party. Uh, I don't want to name names, Ooh. so uh, let's just have a truce. Uh, I don't want to have a truce. I want to uh, exploit some of the things that you've done. So uh, I first of all think the reason why we're being fired is because sometimes you can sound like an animal, an that absolute is, animal. That is not true. Uh, is it? Because you kind of sound like a seagull. Mine. They're mine. 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 <laughs> that was quick. It is quick. Mine are quick little bits. <laughs> So you have to listen carefully, guys. I, I missed it. You... Listen carefully. So play it again then, just so we can actually hear mine, it. Mine. They're mine. 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 Yep. What's, what's that from? Uh, it's like the... Don't worry. <laughs> uh, this is the reasons why we're being fired. Another one is because you're a sicko. Okay. Again, listen closely. Well, that is Because this only goes for a couple of seconds. Okay. But I've isolated some damning audio of you. Okay. You're an absolute sicko. Love to hear about a, a dress blowing up. What? You'd love to hear about a dress blowing up? Uh, well, I might have said that. I think I did say that. You did. What? Love to hear about a, a dress blowing up. It's you know, I'm not I'm not praying for it to happen, but but it, you know, if you do you, see, like, if so you, you see a dress blow up, it's like oh, that's interesting. Oh, damning. Oh, it's, it's a, damning not, audio. Well, it's not like we're getting fired. Well, it's, was was that last year? Ages ago. <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> They're dragging it back up, are they? I am. No, re- the real reason is because you definitely butcher the music. Uh, you butcher it. To save you from your old ways. What is this? <laughs> he doesn't look a thing like... Oh, no, stop it. So that's you playing the killers. That's painful. 
Yeah. But like, I wasn't recording that for any purpose. That was private. No, it went on air. <laughs> just <laughs> you, You've just put it just on then. air. Well, that's not fair. Okay, well, fine. Then the final point is that's, that you don't know the phone number of this station and you swear sometimes. In those, in those two things. I've you swear, up. and then you say the, the phone number wrong. The phone number, of course, is Ollie. one triple three five three. Well, apparently not. All I'll say is this, con- conservatives. What? <laughs> All I'll say is this. <laughs> conservatives come at me on one triple three five three five three because uh, I'm getting a bit confused now. You are getting confused. So you're the what was the swear word? I didn't hear a swear word there. You know. <laughs> It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Ollie, uh, I have a an alert set up on my computer that any news story that has a smell in the title yeah. uh, alerts me to it. Do so you? when when uh, when the ABC News reported on a small Tasmanian town called Longford on Pong Alert, I was I was alerted instantly. Now, sorry, I've got to stop you there because yeah. I am amazed that this has come up because the yeah. town of Longford in Tasmania. This it's is very close to your heart, isn't it? By, by pure chance, when you said that, I was like, hang on, little Longford. I, yeah. I Christmas, uh, family Christmases were always in Longford yeah. for me. My uncle lives there, has been there for 30 years. Yes. Yes. So when you said to me, the smelly town that you were giggling at was Longford, I was like, hang on, th- 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 this is crazy. Ollie, people in Longford uh, have... I was there this Christmas, by the way. Really? So, so I was there okay. not two months ago. Well, apparently there's sewage and slaughtered animals that have created a stench oh. in the town. Sewerage and slaughtered animals. <laughs> yes. Well, my uncle's a horse vet, so I hope there's uh, no oh. equine oh, shit. body parts. How was it when you were there? Was it was it pongy at all? No, no pong, no oh. pong. It was beautiful. It's always a sunny town. It's very green. Okay, all right. I don't know the issue. My uncle, of, of course, lives there. Well, I've got him on the phone now. Your uncle, Michael. Good evening, Michael. Good evening, Tom. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, buddy. Uh, is there been any, any stench in Longford down in Tassie? Well, there's certainly a stench uh, off and on, Tom, yeah. Okay. Um, well, Michael, I'm not across this. Why Was it happening when over Christmas? Uh, no, it probably wasn't happening over Christmas, Oliver. Okay. But, uh, you know... Um, I live on the I live on the Paris end of uh, uh, <laughs> Oliver. Yeah, uh, good. So, good, Michael. So just to, just to finish, just to fill you in the the abattoir, which is the source of the yes. stench, is on the northern side of the town. Right. Okay. I, I live on the southern side. Southern side. So with the prevailing northwesterlies, huh. you usually get the. So anybody on the southern side or up to the middle of town gets really hit with it. Well, but it's if you're so... lucky, lucky enough to live on the southern side, you escape it. Oh, well, so funny. much so, Michael. Uh, do you read the Northern Midlands Courier? <laughs> I certainly do you read do. the Northern Midlands Courier, yes. Then you uh, would have known that... Uh, edited by Alison. Yes. Alison Andrews, of course. Alison, she is being quoted in this ABC article. Did One you know that paper. they uh, they have uh, taken to printing a monthly Pong alert to document the levels of stink in the Northern Midlands Courier? Yes, Alison has been pretty strident in her opposition to this. She's trying to raise raise that, raise people's awareness of the problem, mate. So yes, okay, it gets right. it gets a lot of publicity. But I mean, in all seriousness, when it when it uh, on the days that it does smell, the pong's pretty putrid. Yeah. Well, Tom, you were saying the article said that people were threatening to move out. Yes, to, people, to leave home. People, uh, this is this is Alison uh, being quoted here. She says, "People tell me that they have just bought a house at Longford, and if they had known." <laughs> that this would be happening, then they wouldn't have bought the house. They were given no Pong alert. How about that, Michael? Do you think people <laughs> should be selling their houses to with this smell? Well, I guess, well, uh, as I say, it's, it's not a problem for me. But yeah. I'm fortunate that you know, I live on the right side of town. But I'm certainly aware that some people uh, 
have uh, have considered moving. Whether whether that's actually taken place, I'm not so sure. But I know a lot of people are pretty pretty annoyed about it. Yeah. And it's literally a combination of sewage and dead animals. Like, how, how does that oh, even happen? Look, it's, it's, it's painted that way. The reality is it is it is almost 100% uh, a problem with the abattoir. Oh. Um, we've got an upgraded sewage plant and some of the abattoir waste drains into the, uh, the sewage plant and uh, it's uh, it's because of the abattoir waste. Right. Uh, and, uh, and, and days when the abattoir is particularly busy, um, yeah, <laughs> then that's, that's when the pong, that's when the pong builds up. Michael, uh, I'm so sorry to hear that your town name of Longford is now going to have to be changed to <laughs> Pongford. Pongford. Ah, ah, ah. Bravo. Uh, well, that's what this four minutes was about, Michael, just yeah. to bag your town yeah. name and to turn it time, into Pongford. Time to sell up, Michael. <laughs> Thank you very much, oh. Michael. Thanks, mate. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Michael from Pongford. Very there. pongy. Tom and Ollie can be naughty boys with naughty questions. That's why the following content is rated naughty. Buckle up, kids. All ears proceed past this point at their own risk. See, kids, what time is it? She said nine o'clock. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. Oh, it continues. It returns. Mm-hmm. We love Naughty After Nine, and I, I think you guys do too. It's going to be sad. Just say goodbye to Naughty After Nine as tomorrow night is our final show. It's the one thing that people, you know, who I meet in the streets and fans approach me. uh, Nobody's ever approached you. It happened once at a service station. But people always say, I love Naughty After Nine. Isn't that so funny? People just gravitate towards the sexual stuff. Can't help but love it. Hey, but not not sexual uh, in half an hour's time. Sleep advice from Dr. uh, David Cunnington. Whoa, whoa, what? He's a sleep expert. What did you say? What's his last name? His surname is Cunnington. Okay. And uh, we will get that right every time. Mm. But Tom... Right we've, now. we've gotten into the archives, Ollie, and we found out our first ever Naughty After Nine topic. Our first ever Naughty After Nine question, because we do have questions on this show. 26 months ago, Tom. Oh. It was the day one of the job. It was Monday. So fun. And it is still one of our favourites. Yeah. Go so, ahead. So we thought we... Word. Yeah, we'll relive it tonight. We want your stories... Of course, a content warning. Of threesomes. How did it happen? How did they start? How did they... And I mean, Tom and I—we're both fascinated by it. Fascinating. I mean, I never, never really done it. So you know, amazing to hear these kind of stories. Yeah. How they occur—it's often fascinating. One triple three five three. How did the threesome start? Give us a call with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. The police—we're playing Rock's Greatest Hits here on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We're those boys that have questions. Uh, it's also our second last night on this very radio station, and. Probably the thing that we're known for the most is after nine o'clock, things can turn interesting. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. naughty after nine. Look, it's that time in the night where we call it naughty after nine because it's naughty. Um, Thanks, Tom. Thanks for explaining that. It, we, we never set out to be a naughty show, uh, but we found a little space in the universe where people just love to yeah. spread their sexual oh, woes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's a shame though. Yeah. You do, you know, if you do start this kind of stuff and you yeah. put it out there, you do quickly get known for that. And people yes. go, you're those guys who yep. do the naughty stuff. Even like my girlfriend's uncle. You know, and that's weird because he he goes, Ollie, I bloody love that that story about those two boys and that girl, and 
I go, thanks, Ian. Um, I'll see you at uh, Christmas. This one, we went into the archives. It was the first ever question we asked, which was threesomes in a relationship, yay or nay? How do you deal with a threesome in the relationship? Threesomes, discuss. We did. Uh, and we the thought, menage a trois. Let's bring it back, Tom. Mm. I mean, people shared so much last time. This question is somewhat more open. Um, yes. But how did the threesome come about? Yes. How did the threesome begin? If you get involved, because we do love sharing, I'll give you a, a double defining with my family. Which is an interesting uh, <laughs> ticket to give away to the movies. But it's out this Thursday because uh, you'll be able to meet the family who finds a little differently. Now, we've got one of the greatest stories we've ever, ever heard on Radio Tom, which came about on our first show from Matty. Yep. It's a threesome story. But before we get to that, uh, Ben has given us the bars of Montreal 353. Ben, thanks for waiting, mate. Yeah, how you going? Good, mate. Now, you're uh, 19 years old, so you're pretty fresh. Um, mate, yep. you, you had a threesome. Tell us how it came about. Um, so, yeah, I had a threesome. So originally I was out with a mate at a club and um, anyway, we ended up getting a bit drunk and getting back to the apartment and anyway, we uh, ended up having a threesome with this chick and uh, it turns out that it was a chick from primary school. And, oh, right. Yeah. Wow. A throwback. Yeah. That's, and that's it was a... just real awkward in the morning and oh, oh. yeah, it's just, it was horrible. <laughs> so it was one of those ones where, oh, we do know each other and it was yeah. from our childhood. Yeah, it was just, it and, was that real, yeah. And Ben, I mean, in my experience, sex at 18, 19 years old is hard enough as it is. Mm. Was there any awkwardness with the threesome? Um, yeah, it was just more, it was all right at first, and then, I don't know, it just got a bit weird towards the end, and mm. it, we just had to stop. Oh. It petered out. <laughs> what a yeah, shame. It just, it just had to stop. <laughs> it had to stop. Yeah, this yeah. has got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine someone saying that. This has got to stop. All right, good on you, Ben. Uh, is he getting a ticket to the movies? Or? Uh, sure, Ben, you can have the tickets to the movie. Well done, you, Ben. First to get involved. First responder. First responder. One triple three five three. if you do have any threesome stories. Let's go to Maddie's story now, though, that uh, happened on our first night on radio on Triple M. Uh, we asked about threesomes, and Maddie's story was unbelievable. Some people might find it a bit warped, but um, I hadn't uh, seen my brother and his missus for quite a while, and uh, my father had just died, actually, and we lived on a property, had uh, quite a, a few workers' huts and all that sort of stuff. So down the workers' hut, and we were sort of rolling into it, and uh, the priest was knocking on the door, trying to organise the eulogy. So... Um, I was sort of in two minds. I didn't want the moment to pass, but I uh, went uh, so I had a quick chat to the priest, oh. come back, and uh, luckily everyone was still into it. So, yeah. <laughs> Maddie, this is incredible, mate. So you were in the middle of it when a priest knocked on the door. <laughs> with, oh, your, yeah. with your with brother, your brother and his wife. And his, uh, oh, his, his girlfriend, girlfriend, yeah. Yeah, a long-term girlfriend, though. Yeah. We've sort of been uh, probably, you know, it was... I don't know, it had been sort of thrown around for a few years, you know. But uh, the one rule he had, though, I wasn't allowed to have intercourse with her. I think, oh. it was cause, I think it was because I got a bigger dick than he had. So. A great way to finish a story. But one triple three five three. how did the threesome happen? How did it start? Did you add it to the relationship? Was it good? Was it bad? Spread your threesome stories on the radio. Stop saying spread, I reckon. Sorry. It's a safe space, though, so do share. one triple three five three. Are we Triple M's Tom and Ollie? We have questions. It's Kiss on Triple M. With Tom and Ollie, how do you have a better night's sleep? We'll get a sleep expert in, expert in, <laughs> in half an hour's time. Don't. There was a lot on. going wrong there. No, there wasn't. How do you get a better night's sleep? We'll get an expert in next. <laughs> a Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. naughty after nine. You plonker. What? 
We're talking about threesomes tonight. The Menage a Trois on one triple three five three. How did it happen? How did it start? Was were, it you good? In a, were you in a relationship and was good? Was it good? Was it awkward? Was mm. it successful? Was it not? This, uh, of course, is one of our first questions ever on this show that we do. It's our final night tomorrow night. So we thought we'd dig into the archives of Naughty After Nine, the one that you love the most. Two years of service. Um, Don't say service. <laughs> Andy on one triple three five three. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you for getting involved in Naughty After Nine, Andy. Uh, no Are you sad, Andy, that we're finishing up? Don't don't ask him that, mate. How was the threesome, Andy? Uh, I was with a, a girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Had been for, I don't know, a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. And she was the one that decided she wanted to share me with another woman. Oh, kinky. How does that conversation come about, Andy? Like, is it awkward or do you go, great, I'm right on board? Yes, how, does that, how does that play out? Well, I, well I, you would think I would jump in head first, but I was a yeah. bit hesitant because I thought yeah. she was going to give me the, well, if you get yours, I get mine sort of thing. Oh, okay. So we had that discussion and I said, well, you know, just because you want that doesn't mean that you get it the other way as well because that's okay. not what I want. And she said, that's fine. Yep. Okay, yep. So uh, it was agreed upon that she was going to find this other woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she became frustrated with the inability of to find someone online. Yeah, because that would. Be and I had hard. been yeah. suggesting uh, an old friends with benefits of mine, who I said will be here within about thirty-five minutes. Oh wow! And one night we were texting backwards and forwards, and she said, "Oh, maybe I'll just ask Miss X." Mm. And I said, "Fine." Great. I screenshot our text messages sent it to Miss X. She texts back, is this what I think it is? I said, what do you think it is? She goes, it sounds like an invitation. I said, if it was. And she said, hell yeah. So I screenshot that and I send that back to my girlfriend. And within hours they were chatting. And and did it go down okay with the old flame? Uh, It happened twice. So yeah, it went went down twice. And there wasn't any repercussions from having, you know, an older flame getting with your current partner? No. Amazing. Yeah, it was, there was a lot of trust there, so it yeah. worked well. Bravo. These, these days, there's like Tinder three-way or something, isn't there? There's a way. Thrinder. 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 There's an app the for that. application. Andy, that if, you you, if you're still dabbling, Andy. Well done, Andy. Thank you for sharing. Dan, one triple three five three. It happened at the Uni Games. Oh. Yeah. Um, so basically, it was just in the club um, as a young 18-year-old. And, at the Gold uh, Coast, Dan? No. Nah, so this is over in Perth. Oh, okay. And um, I was in a dress because that's what my people had decided to dress me in. Cool. And these two girls just decided that they liked that and uh, started cracking on me. And I was switching between them one at a time, wow. but in the club. And then they both said, yeah, let's go. Three girls heading back to the room. Yeah, well, two, yeah. two <laughs> girls and a boy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, Dan. And successful? Good time? Yeah, good time. Real good time. Would recommend. Yeah. Do you think if you if you could try again, like if you could try and make that happen again, Dan, do you reckon you could or is it an absolute fluke? No. In the dress and everything, I reckon that was a one-off fluke. I, like no one else wanted to borrow me in that club. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thank you for sharing, Dan. Maureen on one triple three five three. You've been married for fifteen years and you invited a third into the relationship. Yeah. How did it, how did it go down? Um, well, we always had an open relationship, I suppose. Okay. Um, I'm bisexual, so I wanted to get married and have kids, but I wouldn't do that because it would mean having to choose, obviously, one sex or the other, mm. one partner. Yep. And so my partner that I was with at the time sort of went, well, let's, let's do it your way, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. 
And, um, yeah, so that's how we've always done it. It's a lot of trust and a lot of, you know, we've mar- married for that long now. So. Yeah. Maureen, do you have any tips for people that might be wanting to open up this type of stuff with their partners? Do you have any tips for people who might be wanting to explore this side? Be honest. Mm. Be honest. Life's really short. And if you can't, it's all based on trust. You've got to be honest. Um, I don't know. People are instinctive. People know if you're bullshitting. So mm, yeah. I think you've just got to be honest from the start. And that's, that's what I need out of a relationship. And Look, how many relationships end because of infidelity and, you know, if it's something that you both do together and you enjoy it, it actually can spice up the relationship a lot. Hey, I like that. Let's do it with that person again. Oh, I didn't really like that. Let's not continue. Um, yeah. Yeah. Communication. Keep, keep that communication open. Thank you very much for sharing, Maureen. A very successful threesome all round. <laughs> sure thing. Oh, God. That's all good. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Two best mates. I'm sick of you. Oh, yeah? And three hours of questions. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom, from threesomes to sleeping, it's the natural order of things. Yeah. Uh, That's the order you do it normally. Uh, And um, everyone has, I think, at some point in their life, issues with sleeping. So we thought, let's solve it. Let's fix it all. Uh, with World Sleep Day, of course, passing on Friday, Tom. What? It was on Friday? We've missed World Sleep Day. You've slept oh. through it. Uh, we've got Dr. David Cunnington. Sorry? Sleep Dr. David Cunnington oh. is joining us to have a chat about how we can all sleep better, particularly if you've got uh, someone who almost dies in their sleep. I think it's called sleep, sleep apnea. apnea. Yeah, yeah, one of those. All right. Let's find out how to have a better sleep up next with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Uh, Tom, I don't know if you know this, but uh, World Sleep Day yeah. is a thing. And uh, Is it today? Because we... I've, been, I've been sleeping a lot today, so that makes a lot of sense. That's not today. In oh. fact, I think we, we slept past it. It was on Friday. Just gone. Oh, so, it was on Friday. So we've, we've triple Z'd oh. past uh, World Sleep Day. Oh, but uh, I thought it's, it's worth uh, going back in time, so to speak, yeah, and, okay. and actually stopping for a second to think about World Sleep Day because... Sure. We spoke to a man called Dr. David Cunnington last year, who oh, is a sleep so doctor, a sleep expert, in fact. And I thought, let's get the man back on because sleep is one of those things that's ever an issue, Tom. We all need better sleep, don't we, Dr. David Cunnington? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, David, uh, this uh, new research that you've uh, been uh, working on reveals that sleep apnea is uh, ever present. Um, is that one of the bigger problems that people have and maybe don't have it diagnosed? Absolutely. Sleep apnea is really common in the community and it can actually disturb partners' sleep. Mm. So some of this research showed that partners of people with snoring or sleep apnea are getting their own sleep disturbed. So it's not just the person who's got sleep apnea, mm. it's their partner as well. I read here one third have woken a partner up uh, being concerned that they weren't breathing properly. That, that's pretty full on. It is full on and it can sound really concerning. And the strange thing is sometimes what sounds concerning when we look at it and evaluate it isn't such a big deal. But on the other side, sometimes it really is a big deal. So it's important if you notice your partner's having stopping breathing during sleep or someone tells you that's what's happening, that you go and talk to your doctor about it and get it checked out. Yeah, what's the deal there? Because I reckon my boyfriend suffers from this, Dr. David. I, uh, I all the time I hear him just stop breathing, and I have to what's kind it of sound shake. Like? He just stops. He just stops breathing, oh. and I have to kind of shake him awake. Are they the signs of sleep apnea, or is he dead? <laughs> yeah, unlikely to be dead. <laughs> Good. Then seems Good. like he makes it through to the morning. Yes, he does. But yeah, that's definitely something. To, if that's happening all the time, not just. You know, after having had a lot of alcohol or a particularly big night, if it's yeah. something that's happening consistently, 
then absolutely, yeah, something you should be talking to the doctor about to get checked out. And I've heard, is, is sleep apnea actually quite difficult to cure? How, does, how, do you, how do you kind of fix it? Yeah, we think of it more as managing it okay. rather than fixing it. Right. So it essentially occurs because the upper airway, for some people, is just a narrower shape. Yep. And when we go to sleep, those muscles relax and make it critically narrow. Yeah. And so you're always going to have that shape and that yeah. tendency to muscles to relax during sleep. Yeah. So it's a matter of usually some sort of strategy to keep the airway a bit more open while you're asleep. Okay. So that might be a device or it might be sleeping in a particular position, something to keep the airway more open. Right. Yeah, because I thought that they'd have big machines and things like that's what I've heard in the past. Is it, is it still like big machines and breathing machines and bottles and all sorts of stuff? So not the bottles. Okay. Yes, a machine. Okay. Uh, the machines are a bit smaller. That's good. Think of that more in people that generally that are older, a bit more unwell, okay. we'll be using it more for health reasons. Yeah. For people that are younger and leaner, there are lots of other options for managing sleep apnea. There are dental appliances. There are some surgical techniques that can be helpful. Some other strategies, like I talked about, like keeping off your back or sleeping on your side. So don't be frightened about going to seek help and get some advice because it's not just always going to be, oh, well, you've got to use a machine and that's the right. only option. Yeah. Okay, cool. well, okay. Uh, David, putting sleep apnea aside, you are the sleep doctor. More generally, I mean, my girlfriend has many nights where she wakes up in the morning and goes, I've barely slept. Um, what, what's the more general advice you can give to people who do have issues getting a decent night's sleep? So for a lot of people who feel like sleep's light or they may not be getting as much as they want, it can be that their brain's not switching off well at night. We're all busy and we're all trying to cheat sleep yeah. as much as we yes, can. We not are. that we should be, yeah. should be doing that. Yeah. And so it's important to make sure that across the day we're checking in and you know, we're just running on adrenaline and not pausing or not looking after ourselves. Because that's a really common cause for not sleeping well is just you know, flat out through the day and then get into bed and expect to just switch off and go to sleep right. and find we're restless, sleeping lightly, tossing, turning, yeah, feeling like we're not sleeping well. So how do we switch off? Bit of mindfulness, ah, so, maybe. Right, great. Great yeah. technique. Good time. So recognising that, you know, we're all good at putting the foot on the accelerator and going harder, mm. but recognise an important life skill is developing some type of strategy that works for us to help us feel like we can switch off and turn down that nervous energy. A glass of milk, yeah, maybe. Some, <laughs> a glass yeah, of milk. a glass of milk. For some people, it might be mindfulness. But for others, that's a bit of a stretch too far, that sort of empty space is a bit challenging so yeah. taking time out go for a walk some exercise spend some time with friends does Sarah do any of that Ollie your girlfriend doesn't do a heap of exercise <laughs> plenty of time with friends though <laughs> that's good yeah. hey Dr David thank you so much for talking to us and uh, I'm no sure worries. we'll all be getting a better night's sleep now great a pleasure thanks mate it's Triple M's Tom and Ollie we have questions Immigrant song, Led Zeppelin Triple M's Tom and Ollie we have questions uh, look tomorrow night final show Last show, Tom. Last show. How are you feeling, buddy? You feel a bit sad about that? So sad. Because Triple M was never a really good fit for you, so... <gasps> How dare you? Well... Why? Well, people said you were a token hire. They said you were hired because you were gay. Oh. Triple M had... Quotas. Everyone's got quotas these days. Parliament's got quotas. Triple M's got quotas. But with you gone, I mean, that leaves a big hole. For Joel Creasy or someone to fill. I don't know. Who, do you, who, do you, who would you want to replace you? Um, Joel Cressy, too fabulous, too good. As in a gay? Well, yeah, token hire, yeah. A token hire? Yeah. Um, who, would, who would it be an honour to be like, you know what, I'm leaving, but this person's filling the spot. Um, you could you could fill the spot. 
That's a <laughs> terrible answer. It's basically, it's basically. I'm not, but I'm not gay. Aren't you? No. I'm really? Fun, I'm fun and fruity. That's it. <laughs> All right, Tom. Whatever. What's on the show tomorrow? <clears throat> tomorrow night we got Lee Kernigan on the show. We've been driving cattle up an old stock room. If there's one artist that I wanted to end our Triple M career with, uh, it's getting Lee Kernigan on the show. And uh, so good, absolute dream come true. I'm excited. Yeah, what are you going to ask him? How do you make your music? Looking forward to that. See you tomorrow. That was Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Catch up on the show by downloading the Triple M app. And if you like it, share it with your mates. For more Tom and Ollie, hit the boys up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Tom and Ollie.